Today, we're in John 20, and we'll be looking at the resurrection of Christ, but specifically at his encounter with Mary Magdalene, the intricate things that he says to her, but also the fact that he calls her to a mission for him, for his glory. And we'll get to visit with uh, the guys sitting here today, um, just talking about how God even called them uh, to the mission uh, that he's given them in their lives. We thank you for joining us, and this is After the Message. Well, hey guys, welcome to another episode of After the Message. Sean, after the, uh, he got it right. He said yes, After he the did. Message. After the Message. Yes, That's why you're I, sitting I, in the host seat. I today. learn from other people's mistakes. That's right. I'm so <laughs> glad, I could, uh, so, glad I could teach you all that. And it it's... It's a it's kind of it's kind of a different day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're missing yeah. some folks. Um, Neil's you did the people. welcome. That's right. You are the host. Uh, oh wait, yes, yes, that's right. So uh-huh. it is a different day. It is a different day. <laughs> and y'all uh, should have heard the fight beforehand of who's going to have to host this that's thing. Right. Uh, so we're we're, we're kind of missing some folks. We, yeah. we Neil's not here. Uh, Mike not is here. not here. Uh, Josh is not here. Yeah, and we have a special guest, Mr. Jay Fletcher. You guys most went deep, special guest. deep, deep into the bullpen. That's right. all I know. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, no. we figured Josh and Neil wouldn't be here. We better find a, a right. legit pro. All the smart people <laughs> are out. We, yeah, need we, gotta, to, yeah. we, we have to have somebody that. to keep things on track. Yep. Right. Well, so uh, I, I, will, I will do my best. You got it. Well. Um, so, guys, we uh, uh, just to let you know, uh, Mike and Neil and Josh are at a conference uh, together for the gospel. And uh, so they're going to be there for a few days. And so uh, we didn't want to leave things hanging with the podcast. So we decided to press on. Especially after Easter. I was going to say, of all the weeks to do that. Don't want to skip that That's right. And so we we did. We just finished uh, Easter Sunday. Um, Probably the biggest day on the church's calendar um, across the world. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of things usually happening on that day. And so, uh, but just uh, from you guys, how did you think uh, Sunday went? Hmm. I thought it was really, really life-giving in a lot of ways. Um, just a lot of energy and excitement, mm. and the gospel was clear, families. Yeah. It, it just felt right. It's always it a really, good. really good Sunday. A lot of energy. You know, obviously it's not about us, and, and it's not about our families, but it is kind of neat because a lot of times families do get back together for Easter, and so I saw like people whose kids were back in town and uh, their grandkids were with them and things like that, that you don't, you don't see some of them quite as often. So that was, that was mm-hmm. pretty neat. And everybody dressed up in their Easter Ooh, colors, man. Right. It was, it was oh, awesome. Yeah. I know Pretty people wandering around the commons area and some of the places I, I probably took, I don't know, 15, 20 family pictures mm-hmm. around, you know, just seeing all that. The, the worship was Unbelievable! Yeah, uh, you know, we some yeah. of us had the blessing of getting to do it three times mm-hmm. and hearing that it was just it was awesome. The message was right on point. It was just an yeah. unbelievable day. Mm. Yeah, That's right. I was I was in the chapel the first, the Saturday night service. So the worship time, you know, it's it's great in there, but it's different in there. It and is. so the Sunday morning when I was in the uh, sanctuary in the worship center for the worship, I was just like, man, this is mm. just. Uh, it really was amazing. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I was I was moved. It was a great it was a great uh, Saturday night Sunday. Uh, had had a service Saturday night, um, which was which was really good, and and the one my family attended, and we we uh, we had a great time of worship there. But another piece of it, I think, is 
on Sunday, uh, I was basically working the commons uh, mm-hmm. with the greenhouse and also at one of the photo booths that we had set up. But between the 9.30 and 11, mm-hmm. the amount of people in mm-hmm. our commons, <laughs> I, I don't know if we could uh, put another person in there. And that you talk about energy, but you had families together, yeah. like you said, that's coming together for Easter, but also just the interaction between our mm-hmm. church family, yeah. hearing them converse and just have a good time. And mm-hmm. I, I thought that was, that's, that's a significant thing as we, as we move on ahead as Broadmoor mm. is that, that piece yeah. of fellowship no um, doubt. that is, that is so good that's right. and uh, that's such, right. such a vital part of who it, we are. It, it felt like church family. Yeah, think that's right. And it was so cool to see, you know, you can't pull off a huge day like that without all the volunteers. I mean, there were people everywhere just saying, hey, can I serve? Do you need me to fill a place? And and that just, that felt so, so good. There was so much energy in in that, in that happening on Sunday and Saturday Hey, speaking of energy, I didn't really think we should, I mean, I didn't think about talking about this, but this is cool. So first we did the, um, the response devices, right? Which... That was not my favorite part of the Sunday because <laughs> they did not tend to work very well the way they were supposed to. <laughs> However, we did have a lot of people respond. They filled yes. out information. Yeah, um, We had people who actually said, hey, I want to learn more about right. following Christ. Yeah. And I got word today that um, one of our folks was able to lead one of those people to the Lord yeah. um, wow. yesterday. So uh, we just need to celebrate the fruit, right? Yeah. I mean, That's right. God worked in people's hearts and... Um, we had a, a 13-year-old kid say, yeah. I want to follow Jesus. Yeah, that's great. And, uh, so, and we're still following up with others. I hope there'll be more reports. But I wanted to just to celebrate that because mm. right. God did some good stuff, Sunday. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. That's awesome. Yeah, a lot, lot of uh, guests on campus and a lot of people that maybe have moved away that were back for different things. Um, and just in case you are like me and you invited people to come and they didn't, don't give up. Uh, right. You know, I, we, were, we were talking in a meeting earlier. There's some that I had invited, and uh, they were very uh, thankful and grateful and kind and courteous, but uh, did not come uh, this Sunday. But we'll keep we'll keep inviting. That's right. One of the things Josh said, you know, for us, obviously Easter Sunday is a big Sunday, but we get to celebrate the resurrection every day. Every day, Absolutely. every day, we get to celebrate what Christ did. Mm. So. Um, Good. Well, as we uh, as we walk through Easter Sunday, Josh has been walking us through basically the last few um, days of mm-hmm. Jesus's life, and um, and we got to um, really the resurrection out of John twenty, and so uh, so one thing you guys don't get to ask any hard questions today because Josh is not here to an- answer them. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, texting. That's why we, we got go. Jay. We'll, we'll text him. Uh, so, uh, John 20, we, we saw, um, just, uh, the first few verses of that where, um, Mary Magdalene is going to the tomb and, um, she sees the stone has been uh, taken away and, um, and immediately just goes to say, hey, somebody's taken his body. Mm-hmm. And so then we get the narrative where Simon uh, Peter and um, John, who's described as the <laughs> one who Jesus loves, uh, runs to the tomb. And um, and then we see this really cool interaction between Mary Magdalene and Jesus ultimately uh, that kind of set the stage for um, this resurrection sermon, and so just uh, just some some things that, uh, that stood out to you guys from from the sermon. What, yeah. what are some of the things yeah. that jumped out at you? Well, I know the first 
what nine or ten verses were really almost set up for mm -hmm. where he camped out for most of the sermon. But I did appreciate him taking the time to kind of hold this this narrative up with the other gospels mm -hmm. and talk some even about some differences that seemingly you might see between them, but how they're probably reconciled within the language. Because I I know I've done that before where I read something in one place and I go, wow, that reads a little bit differently than it does in one of the other gospels. Um, but most of the time those are very minor. And really most of the time those actually give us a better idea that these were real people writing real accounts because they're writing from their own perspective as they see things. But uh, I, I just, I like the fact that he took some time to kind of walk mm. through that before yeah. getting into the, the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think what, um, that set up for me, um, it was funny. I mean, the Peter John <laughs> piece, I thought that was, yeah, that was interesting. And, uh, just Jay, a, are a you Peter thing. John? I mean, uh, fess up here. I am way competitive, so yeah. I'm John. I'm yeah. winning. I'm winning. Right. You're winning. No Absolutely. Or are you going to hurt yourself trying to Absolutely. win? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am. It's funny. It's funny. Um, and then I guess when you get to Mary Magdalene, I mean, I know Josh really spent some time mm -hmm. there, um, which to me, when you look at her life, it it kind of dovetails to another discussion we were ta discussing on our own desperation with the gospel and the Easter story um, where we sometimes gloss over just, yeah, this is another Sunday. We're here at another sermon. Mm. We've heard the Easter story. And one of you guys brought up just how important it was, Jay, I think you were saying how important it was just to, to pray through, Lord, let this not be a just another story or another Sunday, but man, help us remember our need for him and the and how fresh the story is. Yeah, we're three or four weeks away from Easter, and uh, one of the things that I was just sensing that the Lord was saying to me, and, and the devil was fighting this in me, uh, of, guys, I, I've heard the Easter story. Uh, I'm 56, so I've heard the Easter Golly. story so many times. I, no comments from Peanut Gallery. We're good. <laughs> You're the oldest in here. I, yeah, thank you. I, I do appreciate that. So, uh, so the the thing that that I was wrestling with is that I, I know this story backward and forward. Probably mm -hmm. like a lot of people listening to this, and we we come to this and we think, man, how can this get more fresh? Mm -hmm. it, and you know, Satan's piling on at this point, and you know, it's like, okay, you've read this many times. Don't dig into it. Just just kind of relax. In it and 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 Easter will be over with in, in a blink, mm. and guys, I, I was just so under conviction mm -hmm. that uh, I think Josh used the word calloused, mm -hmm. um, and you know the word that I've been using is this story can get way too familiar, mm. and, mm -hmm. and and I think that's the battle that I was fighting, and then Sunday morning it's like. Josh is reading my my email and mm -hmm. of what I've been processing for three or four weeks now. Mm -hmm. And guys, I'm telling you, it was just so real um, just walking through that and, and pressing into that and just finding so much new stuff this mm -hmm. time around. I had never really thought about this this side of the, the message with Mary Magdalene. Mm -hmm. I, I'd, not, I'd read right. it many times, but I had never thought about it like this. And I'm just grateful a couple of days on the other side of Easter that the story was not mm. too familiar, mm -hmm. that I was able to really, uh, in, in the power that the Holy Spirit was working in my world, be able to see and sense some things in Easter that I probably haven't in, in many years. Mm. Yeah. 
I do think it's it's helpful sometimes almost to experience it through their lens, mm-hmm. in this case yes. through Mary Magdalene's lens, because uh, I think of even like places I've gone in, in the world maybe that I've been there several times. I've kind of seen the things, but mm-hmm. when I go with someone who's never been there, it becomes new and fresh to me again because they're seeing it mm-hmm. and I'm almost seeing it through their eyes and through their lens. And, uh, yes. and I think that's part of what happened Sunday was by, by going at it through her story, it brought it to life again, yes. which, yeah. was, which was neat. That's a good word. That was the question I was going to ask is, I mean, what, what do you think brought life to it mm-hmm. this week? Um, what, what is it that, that you did or you found yourself trying to, to do to, to fight against the overly familiar passage, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's a good word, mm-hmm. uh, Preston. I think um, I think that was definitely one one thing for me too that that jumped out at at me was seeing it through her eyes um, and her story, knowing where she had come mm-hmm. from, and just imagining for her what Saturday must have really yeah. been mm-hmm. like. Had and, to be uh, devastating. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's living life right where a lot of people. Are living life right now, mm-hmm. yeah. man. Overwhelmed with it, frustrated with it, scared to death of it. Um, yeah. Man, fear has to be huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's an answer. That's right. Well, and the fear when you think about her, you know, everybody can relate to a season of life that was hard, or a season of life that um, you felt maybe even some spiritual warfare, things like that. But for her, boy, turn that up. I mean, she was. Mm-hmm. She was demon possessed. It's it's one of those things we don't talk a lot about, hear a lot about, um, but it's real, and that was her experience. Mm. Um, and so, for her to be set free from that by Jesus, and then to be at this moment where He has been crucified but not resurrected yet, can you imagine the even the fear that must have been mm. in her of wait was was He the one? Was His presence with me? The reason that I've I've been able to be free, mm-hmm. and now that he's gone, what does that mean for me? Mm-hmm. Right, you've got that. Are the demons coming? Are back? Are the demons coming are, back? Mm-hmm. Right, you know, exactly. All the hope I had is it now gone? Mm-hmm. And mm. I, I think not only from Mary Magdalene, but even the disciples. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I think you brought that up earlier, Mark. It's like sometimes we miss looking at, I think, lots of stories from the Bible through the eyes of those experiencing it, mm-hmm. like because we're sitting on the, on back the other side, side of history. Right. We 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 know the outcome. We know what's going to happen. But to place yourself in their shoes and to know the amount of weight and desperation, fear, mm-hmm. anxiety, all those things that just come to bear in yeah. all those moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but to know, I think yeah. you said, Jake, but there is hope and there is an answer. Yeah. Right. Um, and so in the resurrection, we see that. We see that Jesus is is the answer to all of these struggles. Mm. And, um, and so, yeah, I, I yeah. just thought that was a that's a great, great way to look well, at it, like through her eyes yeah. and through her experience. Well, and, and she's she's lost her friend. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. the other part of this is the what could this mean for for me from the standpoint of. Jesus isn't here anymore. Is my protector gone? All of those things, but also just she has lost a friend that mm-hmm. she's been, you know, observing, watching um, around for these years of him doing ministry, and so and and she didn't just just as though it's easy when you lose some other way, but 
she lost him in a very traumatic, mm. brutal way uh, mm-hmm. and witnessed much of that. And so I'm sure her mind at that point was just, I mean, he talked about her being in, in shock and the trauma of it uh, being overwhelmed, and I'm sure she was. Yeah. I'm sure her mind was just reeling. Yep. Y'all described a ton of different emotions, and, and the word that I wrote in my notes, paralyzed. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, that's that again is where a lot of people are, are living life right now as we encounter folks uh, out in our city mm-hmm. all the time. And that's where they're living life right now. There's so much emotion, uh, so many different things that are just filtering through their lives. And, and so many are just paralyzed right there. What do I do next? Mm-hmm. And it, it's it, it's interesting how this story yeah. uh, just walks through um, where she's living life and and. The, the fact that so many people are living life yeah. paralyzed right now, yeah. not knowing what to do. They, yeah. They've lost everything mm. around them that brings them peace, brings them right. joy, right. brings them so many different things that they need. And they find themselves right there, yeah, paralyzed right. by all that, of that. That's a great point because it's not just the loss of what isn't here anymore, but it's the what next, as you yes. said it, of where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. What happens tomorrow? What have, we had this plan, we had these dreams, we had these hopes, and all of that now is gone. So what does tomorrow even look like? Mm. I, I don't want to jump too far ahead too fast, but you, you're setting it up so well. Um, because the question that she was asking, the desperation that she was feeling, um, it, it, it sets us up for what ended up being the pivot moment for her Mm -hmm. because you had John and Peter race the tombs empty. But I mean, what were they really thinking? What had happened? You know, I mean, what, I don't know that they were still standing on a lot of confidence at that moment of really what was going on. Mary's there. She sees the two angels. She's still afraid, doesn't know what's really happening but what I love and I think is so important is it, it's the intimacy and the experience behind this whole thing that shifted everything for her. That's when it shifted is when when Jesus called her name mm-hmm. in a very personal, real way that was an experiential thing for her, that she heard his voice, and everything in that moment is where it shifted. Mm-hmm. And I think when you talk about familiarity, which I said I wasn't going to say. <laughs> um, you did well. Yeah, that was pretty good. But like, it, it, it's beyond what we know. It's a beyond what we see. There's an intimacy there of, of knowing him personally, experiencing him in a really fresh, real way where there's a shift for us. And when we rely on anything other than that intimate knowing him, man, it, it, it's just, there, there's not, there's not the life, the life change is not there. It happens in those those intimate moments of relationship, and um, man, what, how clear was that? Just her reaction when, in that sweet, sweet moment where she heard him call her name, her name. and everything mm-hmm. changed. And I, I, I love the fact that he tied that back to John ten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, where he he reminds us that Jesus says, um, "And my sheep know my voice." That's right. And I will bring them, and I'll call them by name, mm-hmm. and that that just picture, even of the shepherd in that moment, 
Like, so he, he has this, um, this sheep that is struggling, is hurting, is like, there is no hope. And in that moment, he, he brings her, calls her to himself mm-hmm. to care for her and to provide hope and comfort and really almost a moment of healing for her. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to see him continue to be and fulfill the role of good shepherd. Mm. Um, I, I remember writing that down, just encircling it in my yeah. notes and going that that's powerful. And, and I think for us, it's a good reminder. And I think leads us into, I think an, uh, another thing that we talked about was he didn't just call her to know mm. that he was alive, that's right? but to really fully embrace that in an intimate way and to send her out mm-hmm. with purpose and mission uh, to, to carry the message to others. And so, um, so when he calls her name, it's, it's not just for that moment, but it's for life That's right. Uh, from that moment forward. And so just as you think about that, um, like for, for you guys, um, when we think about our lives, what have been some of those moments that you, you kind of look at and you go, I really understand that, that Jesus has called me not just to know some stuff, mm. yeah, but to give me purpose mm. and, and life and to really send me out on mission. Mm. Well, I think to set that up, um, he called her woman first. Mm. And <laughs> not in a derogatory way, but in, in a... In a yeah, an affectionate way, way. Right. you know, it, it, it was, it was very endearing. And then the, the next way he addresses her is her name. name. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I kind of got caught in that moment in the service mm-hmm. of thinking about what would that be like to actually hear Jesus mm-hmm. say, Jay, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm not sure I'm equipped for that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's right. going to be a little overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But, but for me, it took me to the question that you just asked. It, it took me to that that moment back when I was 11 years old. It, I didn't totally understand what God mm-hmm. was called, but but it was as if He used my first name, and He mm-hmm. called me to salvation. Mm-hmm. Now, at 11 years old, I did not understand what all of that meant. That's been a progressive thing that's gone on as I've grown as a believer to really truly understand the whole lordship issue behind all of that, that he's calling me for life. He's not just calling me for the moment. He is sending me out on mission. Mm -hmm. And the only way that I can stay connected to that mission is to stay deeply connected and in relationship with him. Mm -hmm. So that, that was the man from woman to first name to salvation experience. And then the whole issue of Lordship. And that's an everyday surrendering my life to the Lordship of Christ. Mm -hmm. So good. That is good. And, and, and I'll kind of give you my the way that that happened for me. It's very similar in that um, I think the name thing for me, I, I, I get that. I mean, if Jesus called my name, but it was then what did that lead me to be on mission to do? Mm-hmm. And and if you're on mission to what we always say, make disciples, right? But if your mission to make disciples looks like I'm going to give you more information. I'm going to give you more to do. Um, it's going to be about performance. Mm-hmm. Well, that was my mission. I was very missional at a stage of my life, but I was on mission to put people on the same rat race that I was on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until I went through pain 
and anxiety and a really difficult season that God brought me through that. And it was more of the intimacy of, no, I know you and you can know me and you're safe with me. Mm-hmm. Well, my mission changed at that moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was still to make disciples, but it was a little different d- frame, different, yeah, right. definitely a different frame of what I had in mind when I thought make disciples. Mm-hmm. It was let's, man, let's let's pray for people to have an experience with Him and intimacy with Him, um, because I think man, that's that's the foundation for discipleship, yeah, and disciple making. Yeah, and I I think that is um, as Mary went and told the others, you know, I've I've seen Him mm-hmm. that experiential. I have been in his presence, and because of that, my life is changed. Mm. Not a, I've, I did this, li- she didn't go back and report, hey, here's all the things that I did that made me feel better. Here's all the things that I did that I think God will be pleased with. Mm-hmm. But she went back and said, I have I have just been with the risen Lord. And I think um, a- as you talk about even calling, sometimes the the sweeter moments when I'm speaking with someone else maybe, um, usually are not about me proving a point or uh, showing some kind of biblical wisdom that was beyond what maybe their argument or something like that. It, it almost always is going to go back to, um, yes, all of these things are true, but let me tell you the difference he's made in my life mm-hmm. and the, the, that personal experience with him. Um, they're not disconnected. You need You need both sides of that, but I think sometimes we... We, we lose that side. Mm-hmm. But that's exactly where she was. You know? mm-hmm. I've seen him. Yeah. That's what so, he calls us to do, is to, is to go and tell others who we have met, who we've seen. So good. Well, um, hey, another interesting thought. I, we didn't talk about this beforehand, but Ooh. I'm going to throw it out there. This, this, this goes, All right. this goes to... Uh, sneaky. This goes more toward the knowledge, but there's, there's an important piece in here, mm-hmm. um, a theological piece, I think, is that when Jesus calls Mary's name and she turns to him and then he says to her, let go of me. Mm. Um, I think it's important that we understand that Jesus did not rise just in spirit, but Mary had grabbed hold Mm. of the bodily form, Mm -hmm. like like Jesus in the flesh. Yes. And had put her hands on him. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of one of those little pieces. Um, as we were just talking about it, I was like, oh, I don't, we don't need to forget about that. That's that, great. That mm-hmm. he rose in bodily form. Yep. He truly conquered death. Mm-hmm. Well, we and, all, yeah. Not, Sean, that's a great point. Because I think sometimes we, we all have different pictures in our head of what it meant when he rose from the dead. Mm-hmm. And I think just by, you know, Imagination tendency is to think, mm-hmm. well, maybe he was more like a ghost. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe it's just his spirit. That's how he got through his burial uh-huh. cloth. Yeah, right? that's he right. He was a ghost. Yes, um, and to clarify that in that moment, I think um, I think that's a great yeah. realization. Mm-hmm. And um, then for Jesus to say to her, "Don't cling to me." To me, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I have other things that I've I've, I've got, got to do. do. I've got to do. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and, but but yeah, that that response. To her was strong, mm-hmm. absolutely. But it was very pointed as yeah. well. That that part, you know, as I heard that in the sermon, uh, and I forget, I don't know which one it was in, but one of the sermons, Josh said it more like, "Don't cling to me. I, I have things to do, and and you do, you do as you well." Do too. <laughs> 
And when I heard that, I thought, oh, man, so many times I want to be content to just cling to him when he's saying, you've already experienced me, but there are others who haven't. Mm. It's not enough for you just to be comfortable you clinging to me. You've also got to go tell. Um, Is that a tie to Paul saying, man, I long to be with him? But I still stay here yeah. because I'm on mission. Yeah, I, I mean, stay here we, is for your good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we, you know, there's a longing for yeah. God. Just get me out of here. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to go. Yeah, yep. I just want to be with you and mm-hmm. be past all this earth mm-hmm. worldly stuff. Right. But as long as He's got us here, we're we're on mission. That's right. That's right. Um, and opportunities pass us by literally every day. Mm-hmm. You know, with the mission that we're called to. And we get so caught up in the rat race of life that all the stuff that we're doing mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the prayer that we ought to be praying every day is, God, don't let me miss the mission of today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That There are going to be people whose yeah. lives are, I mean, they're hanging in the balance in eternity. And we encounter, the, we work with them. We go to uh, work out. We eat at restaurants, they're, they're all around mm. us in our, in our circle mm-hmm. and the mission is right in front of us. Mm. And, and the encouragement that I, I received, you know, part, part of that is just be reminded that the mission is right in front of me yeah. and, and that, that I have opportunity to step into that literally mm. every day. Yeah. Mm. That's such a good word. Cause going, going into Easter, I think I was more mindful of inviting people. Um, but I was a little bit late in some of that. And there was a particular guy that I, I'd see him every now and then, um, and I, I saw him. I was going to invite him then, and then I looked up, and he was gone. I don't have his contact information. I don't know him all that well. And I remember just thinking, I just blew that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I'd have just been a little quicker, if I'd have been a little more intentional, and then God God worked it out that I saw him again. I didn't think I would before Sunday, and I saw him again, and I was able to invite him. Um, but it's that intentionality, I think, that often I don't have, where I just kind of go by, about my day, about my week, um, and I'm just not looking. My eyes just aren't open, really, right. for that. But when you stop and you pray and you ask God, show me people, I think he will. Mm. Um, I think he'll, he'll present those opportunities. Yes. Hmm. So as we kind of wrap up the whole idea of, so when we think about mission, um, that Mary was sent on mission. We've been sent on mission. Um, what, what, what do you, what do you do? And I think this may tie several things together. But um, what, what do you do to remind yourself constantly? Like you said, the opportunities are in front of us every day. Um, but what are, what are the things you have to keep in front of you to say? I need to be reminded of this mission. I need to be reminded that I've been sent with a message. Mm. It's a challenge for me, um, just to be honest, mm-hmm. you know, to to keep it because um, that just the reality of the tasks of the day, mm-hmm. whether it's kids or job, you know, and 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 all these things that I've got to do are not disconnected from disciple-making. But I can do a lot of activity that's connected and not 
or and completely miss the opportunity I have to engage an individual in front of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I can send the emails. I can equip. I can have good conversations with my kids, which are all good. But if if I'm not thinking beyond that, I will miss the waitress, the neighbor, in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, I think my time with him and and having those intimate moments with him to posture myself in a in a, in a place of submission. It's a day in, day out, all throughout the day, am I sensitive to his presence in my life and allowing him to prompt me? Yeah. And I can move over that really quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, for, for me, as I was thinking about that, is it comes back to um, I find myself in moments where I feel like I've become too familiar. Mm-hmm. Like to go back to to where we started is oftentimes we encounter these stories, we encounter the resurrection and it's a familiar thing. So Mm -hmm. it's like almost that been there, done that, Mm. but, but to look at it and to know what Jesus has, it comes back to that intimate relationship to know what Jesus has actually accomplished. And, And I love this, um, you know, the message he gave to Mary was I'm ascending to the father and your father to my God and your God. So, mm. so the message mm. was mm. from Mary that that the God and the Father that Jesus has referenced is now our God, is now our Father, mm-hmm. and and that message is a, is available for all who would respond to it. And That's so, um, I, th- I think just intimacy, getting past familiarity, mm-hmm. yes, um, and being reminded that. There is a God in heaven that is longing to be the God of His creation, mm-hmm. um, and and to to know that we have that message, and we're able to speak that message because of Christ and what He's done, and because mm-hmm. of His resurrection. That's good. So, I think for me, you know, going back to your question the, about the mission, um, I have a tendency to to miss the mission when I haven't done what Josh called us to do at the very end, Mm -hmm. the question he ended with is, have you been with him? Him. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, uh, Mary says, I I have seen the Lord. Mm -hmm. So, so there's a part of that when I tend to miss the mission is when I have not done that part well. Mm -hmm. And that's not, that's not a to-do list check off kind of a thing. That is that is the life and the heart of a believer. That's right. Mm-hmm. It is to I have seen him and I will continue to see him through the words uh, in Scripture, but I will I will allow my myself the opportunity to be with him. That's where the transformational thing happens. My eyes are open. I begin to look at things and see mm-hmm. things the way he does, and that allows me to see the mission and then man step right into that mm-hmm. mission. Mm-hmm. So good. You know I was. I thought of two songs. Uh, where's Mike when we need him, right? Um, I guess you're going to have to sing it, Sean. No. I got Mark, it. Uh, Mark, I got so it. Mark's got it. Yeah. He so can mime it. I think they go hey. together. Man. <laughs> there we go. to the end. You were trying to close it, too. in and does that. Oh, wow. Good job, Jay. Mm, man, I am glad I made this comment. That Thank you. Um, we have sung a song. I, we hadn't done it in a little while, but uh, it's it has a line, May I Never Lose the Wonder... The wonder of your presence, I think, is what it says. Mm. Um, unless I'm creating words there, but I, 
I think that's part of it for me is never there. There is mm. a when we first come to Christ, there is a wonder in it mm-hmm. for all that He has done, for all that He's doing in us. And I think sometimes the longer we walk with Him, we lose some of that. And so, continue, and this goes back to what you were just sharing that that spending time with Him uh, in His presence, in His Word, with other believers, worshiping all of those things. Um, there's a second song that maybe was a, I don't know, it was a third day or casting crowns or something, but um, it, it has a line that says, here I go again, talking about the rain. And it, go, it just goes on to say that sometimes we're in conversation with people and we talk about everything under the sun except what is most important. You know, we'll talk about the weather, we'll talk about sports, we'll talk about, you know, you name it. Um, none of which are bad or wrong. But sometimes we will fill our conversation with those things and never get around to the things that are mm. most critical, um, most important. And so for me, it's kind of so the true. twofold thing of mm. staying connected, as Jake was talking about, and then um, literally reminding myself, when, when's the last... Myself? Myself. <laughs> myself. How many diff- are there of you? a problem. <laughs> uh, <laughs> reminding myself uh, that uh, when's the last time that I had a conversation like that with someone? Mm-hmm. You know, when's the last time I, I had a conversation where a spiritual door was open and I walked through it or I looked for that spiritual door rather than just small talk and getting mm-hmm. out of the room? So. That's good. Yeah. Well, guys... Um, Good. We survived. We, made we did. We, we made did okay it. for a, you know, and uh, for the and B team. Speaking, speaking of wonder, okay, so uh, this next week, uh, I imagine we have a few listeners that are wondering about <laughs> uh, what uh, a rebrand talk looks mm, like mm. or um, a vision talk for the church. And so this next Sunday, we're going to. April 24th, we're going to be uh, hearing just, uh, just a message from Josh to talk about uh, basically who we are as a yeah. church and what our mission is and how we're going yeah. to get there yeah. as not only individuals, but as a body of believers. Mm-hmm. And so it should, uh, should be a great, exciting Sunday. Mm-hmm. So we encourage you, if you're uh, wanting to know a little more about Broadmoor or um, kind of check us out as a church and, and say what's going on there. This would be a great Sunday to come mm-hmm. and plug in and to hear um, just the vision and the values of Broadmoor. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's going to define us? Who are we going right. to be? What, right. What's, what's going to shape us over the next several years? I'm excited. It's going to be really mm-hmm. good just yeah. to, to all get on the same page and start using the same language. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's going to be great. Be great. Well, well, guys, I enjoyed it. Love you. Love you guys. It was fun. Have a good week. This has been a production of Broadmoor Baptist Church. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with others and don't forget to subscribe. To help us spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe as well. They can find us wherever they prefer to get their podcasts. And if you'd like more information about Broadmoor, please visit our website at broadmoor.org or connect with us on your favorite social media platform where we're listed as at my Broadmoor. Thanks for listening.